So, yes, you, sir. Hi, I'm David Hayes at NYU. So I certainly agree with the price on carbon being critical. The challenge is transportation and gasoline. The price on car, the kind of prices that are out there aren't enough to provide an incentive, arguably, to deal with what has become the one of the major barriers here. Uh, the good news being price on carbon for power, if we electrify everything, can get us way down the road, so to speak, pardon the pun. But price on carbon alone is, doesn't seem to be enough. So can, that, can we talk about it uh, in that way? And can, can the price on carbon be talked about in, uh, with regard to solving much of the problem, but needing to have a transportation component that's, that's different in, in terms of incentives? So transportation is, uh, is always going to be tough. And it's going to be tough. And it's going to be tough everywhere around the world. Um, Norway, uh, I just visited uh, at the beginning of, of this month, has the largest, most sales of electric vehicles of any country in the world. About 25% of all new car sales are electric. Maybe it's even higher now. And the reason they do this is because uh, all electric vehicles are exempt from the vehicle tax. And the vehicle tax is equal to the price of the car. So. It's a 50% rebate, basically, or subsidy on electric vehicles. They also have the price of gasoline that's somewhere around $7 a gallon. And yet, despite these, emissions from transportation are flat, but they're not falling in Norway because people still want to get around. They still, have their, they still have their internal combustion engines to take them to the mountains, uh, to drive around the fjords. And, and so it's going to be a problem everywhere. And it's, um, and I, I think that we shouldn't be naive enough to think that a carbon price is just going to immediately decarbonize transportation emissions. I don't think anyone's saying that. But I think, it, as Bob says, it gives you the incentive. It's it, it going to put us on the path. And I think that as technologies emerge, whether or not that's going to be uh, cheaper batteries and longer distance, um, uh, longer distance batteries, longer distance uh, cars, or if that's going to be biofuels, uh, I don't think that we should be determining that today. I think what, what the beauty of the price is that it gives you, it puts the incentives out there and it's going to let the market determine which is the way we should go that, and then maybe we can help make that happen faster through other policies. And what's interesting is even without the price on carbon, I mean, a lot of those technologies just you mentioned, the prices have been coming down incredibly fast. An incredible amount of innovation. So one would only hope that a price on carbon will just accelerate that even faster within our, our time window. Um, just for folks' uh, information, in New York State, along with New England states, there is a transportation climate initiative being debated. It's sort of a offshoot, I would say, structure-wise of the Reggie program. Uh, soon, in March to April, May timeframe, governors are supposed to sign on to that initiative. I don't know what New York will do, but that is going to indicate to me as a member of the Climate Council where we're going on the transportation side of it, because that is half the state drive. We don't have where I live. We don't have subways. Uh, mass transit is, is, is uh, buses. Um, we have a lot of rural areas in the state. So cars are a function of people's livelihoods. So how you deal with the transportation issue, I'm going to watch very closely. This uh, the Transportation Climate Initiative, and I encourage folks in this room to do that as well. 